When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this episode of the Nocho Podcast, we have one of the most publicized, physically gifted, and dynamically skilled players in his class, Amari Bailey. For a kid that started out in Chicago and ended up in California at Sierra Canyon, Amari's early progression has been unreal. As a sophomore, he showed out and showed why he has pro makeup with two years left to go in high school. For Gil, it's Amari's ability to adapt and bring high-level versatility that sets him apart from the field. His explosiveness and balance make him highlight material, but look closer, and his vision and ability to playmake have him on another level. Also, for you Iverson fans, we have the ultimate AI salute, no chill edition. So get ready, lock in. It's a really special edition of the No Chill Podcast. Remember, you can get every episode as soon as they drop on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to check out the video version on No Chill YouTube. And don't forget, every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, No Chill with Gilbert Arenas on Fubo. Welcome to another edition of No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. Tonight, and I say that tonight because it's after hours here, Gil. I'm Mike Botticello. <laughs> Gil. What's happening? Say hello to... Mari Bailey, lefty. Yes, we don't sir. get a lot of lefties here. Yes, you know sir. What? They're a rare breed. They're yeah. a special breed. Thanks. <laughs> and here uh, at Chatsworth, Sierra Canyon, high-profile school. But you originally come from Chicago. Yeah. So it's about time, Gil, we get someone from somewhere else to speak up. Because we always talk about L.A. Hoopers, and I'll agree. I just like to present other, other mm-hmm. cases, right? So for other parts of the country, other parts of the globe. But Chicago in particular, there's a style of play there. So you were originally from Chicago. You yeah. migrated here to L.A. So now you see those two worlds. Yeah. Um, what is it about Chicago Hoopers, first of all, that we need to know about? Uh, every Chicago Hooper got grit, some type of grit. Um, that's for one. You can be playing against someone. It might be the weakest person on the floor, but they'll give you the hardest time just because of their pride. Like, that's one thing about Chicago basketball that I... Picked up early on, for sure. What does that mean to you? No, that's what they that's that's what they have. Grit grind from I mean, from back to when I played with Will Bynum, you know, you got you got Will all those <laughs> yeah, Will the Thrill, like you got all those guys that, you know, um Quinn Richardson, that's what they they prided themselves on, just playing hard, you know. Um, and then you add the athleticism out the roof. You yeah, know, athleticism, like, so. Like, the most athletic kids are from Chicago. Iggy? Iggy's in Chicago. Hell, his brother jumped higher. That was what I wanted to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> his brother, I, I seen him. No shoes was, on. You ever met his brother? Nah. Uh-uh. Huh. You think, okay, so you've seen Iggy, right? Yeah. So he has an older brother. I was, I was in the gym, and they were just going back and forth. He said, bet the 10 racks, bet the 10 racks. Yeah. He was like, no, you can't do it. You just, you're old, you're washed. He said, bet it. He was like, bet. So I'm not paying attention. So I'm just yeah. sitting there and all I see is someone jump, stand still under the rim between the legs. Whoa. And I sit there and was like, did he make that? Yeah. And they were like, uh, yeah. 
Do that again. Did it again. I mean, he jumped and just threw it in. And I was like, yo, where do you play? And he said, he don't play basketball. <laughs> and it was like, he don't know. They said, jumping? He's probably the highest jumper in the world. Yeah. Come to basketball, he don't know how to dribble and walk at the same time. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, yo, just let me, let me have some of that jumping. <laughs> let me have some of that jumping ability. That's like, that's sitting at like a 52, 50-something. I'm yeah. like, dang. But it's like from, from day one, we'll buy them all of those jumpers. Just people who can just get off the ground. So there's that foundation. So it starts with that, that grit, athleticism, sprinkling in some creativity, right? Now you bring that out to LA. Yeah. So how do you combine those styles? Um, I feel like my grit and like just my mentality on the floor, like that's gonna take me over the top in like a lot of aspects. And I feel like my creativity, um, I don't know, it, get, it like brings a flavor to myself. Like not a lot of people like really know. So. Is the um, how's the training for your age group? Is that I mean, is it a big difference from um, you know you having West Coast trainers versus the the guys who would be training in Chicago? Yeah, I feel like the guys you got to come across the right people in Chicago mm -hmm. because I don't feel like everyone in Chicago knows like what they're doing. They just know like how to work hard. Mm -hmm. I feel like you come out to the West Coast, they're like more. Like, there's a variety of options out here that you can choose from. So I would say that, but you got to pick and choose your people wisely in Chicago. Yeah, because it seems like um, just just from just social media standpoint that you'll see all these like dribble kids and guys who can shoot. They yeah. don't live here. And then two, three months, they, they're stationed in, you know, Cali now. Yeah. You know, so it seems like everyone is just migrating, migrating yeah. here. And it seems like, you know, like even for you know young kids, it's like, you know, do you want to stay in the same state you're staying and watching all the trainers migrate there, and you right. just like, oh, let me, okay, I got to Instagram to move, like, okay, I can, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know. So it's, it seems like you know the advantage is coming to the West Coast kids yeah, because all sure. the everyone's coming to the yeah, West everyone's Coast. coming to the West. Facts. We'll acknowledge that. Oh, wow. Okay. We'll, we'll acknowledge yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that just sounded weird coming out of your mouth. I don't know facts. Like, it just didn't, it didn't hit right. Well, because I knew you probably want me to argue with you. No, I'm, I'm just saying it didn't to. hit right. Just that word, just, it didn't. It you weren't did, expecting that? No. Yeah. Right? I like to catch my guard. It just didn't hit the same. The other thing, though, you want to recognize that the competition is here, too. And I yeah. think that's probably what you crave more than anything is recognize, like, man, if it's all happening there, I gotta be there. Or that when yeah. I'm there, I'm gonna remember this is, you know, really where I came from. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've, I feel like I've always had that mentality, like just line them all up. It doesn't matter who it is. Like, I don't really, I don't really care. I just felt like everyone is like on the West Coast. Like everyone wants to play someone from Cali. Like, you, 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 you like look at the history, like I'll just go recent. You wanna play Stanley Johnson. You wanna play the Josh Christophers. You wanna play like everyone that's in California. You know, I, 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 I heard that about you. They yeah. said you take all the smoke. Like they all said, of it. All they of said, it's like, you know, from when, when uh, Cash is there, you're like, yo, let's play ones. Yeah, right <laughs> after practice, right <laughs> they after said, practice. They, they said the same thing. Yeah. Yo, William, let's play ones, let's play ones. So they said, you know, that you about that. Like, yeah. you just want to challenge everyone. You didn't care who it was. Um, you know, practice, they said um, that you were a student of the game. You know that you always wanted to get better, and that's yeah. that's that's a big compliment because you know when Dang. when you're in 
when you're in high school, you're just playing off of just natural ability, yeah. you know, um, what you see on Instagram. But they say, no, he studies the game. Um, he practices three, four, five times a day, you know, just trying to get better. There's a reason why we're taping here at night. And they said, well, so they said from the end of the season till now, they say you're 10 times better. Yeah, I would say so too. Yeah. When they said, you know, the, the best thing about you, which is a very great quality, is you adapt quick. See, people don't understand that about hoopers. If you can't adapt, you could get lost in the game. Because nice. let's say if you played the point your whole career, we'll say Dennis Smith Jr., and then you get someone like Luca comes. And they say, all right, beat a two, and he's never learned how to play without the ball. Yeah. He gets shuffled. You know, you, you're talking about a guy who had a promising career, gets yeah. shuffled, and then goes to New York, same thing. You know, so, you know, you want to be a guy that they put you at the two, you know how to thrive. They put yeah. you at the point, you know how to thrive. Yeah. You know, so you never have to worry about getting bounced anywhere because you can play with anybody. Yeah, I've always, like, every gym that I've been in, I've always had this conversation with other players because, like, one thing about, like, guys that are like younger and they have like this type of swag or they have like this publicity or that publicity like they like lose the sight of like there are other people that are in the league like that are grown men that know what they're doing so like I always say if I get drafted to the Bucks like I'm gonna have to defer to Giannis so like what am I gonna have to do like while I'm on the Bucks mm -hmm. that'll help them like get over the hump you know like that's always been my thing yeah it's and, and that's how it is it's it's you know adapting to the environment and then once you adapt try to be dominant yeah you know and and you know it takes you know it takes it takes a while to adjust to different stars and that's where your IQ comes in at you know you you figure out what they're great at their weaknesses their strength and then you play within that you know right. so if you know if I know you're on a break and you're on the right side, and I know you're gonna always fake baseline and come back middle, right. I'm not gonna cut. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not gonna cut because I know you're there. You know, if I know you pass great going a certain way, I'm gonna stay on your passing side. Yeah. You know, so it's, 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 that's, that's how you, you know, you, you survive and you grow with other people around you. When you get like a certain role that you're like, you're not really accustomed to or you're used to, like the best thing I think you can do is just embrace that because once you embrace that role and like what the like culture is trying to like like bring you into, your like leash is gonna get longer and longer. And that's what people fail to realize. And they people want to just move around instead of like just sticking to like what like you gotta do. Yeah, that's that um, you know, <laughs> that's that old man coaching with me right now. Right. You know, that's yeah. that 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 saying. Um you know, because I know you went from a two and they put you at the point this year, right? Yep. And then um, you tried to get the team involved. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you yeah. tried to get the team involved early. And then once you realize that like, I can just play, you know, that's yeah. what I said. It's, it's it was most, a transition. At first, most of the time, sure. you know, because in our minds, we think two guard is the score. The point guard is the playmaker. In reality, it's, it's guards, forwards. And centers. Well, in today's game, it's a little bit, you know, different. You got yeah. point. I mean, you got centers that can play the point, and you know, it's right. whoever your best playmaker is. You know, so the reason that they throw you to the point is because your vision. Yeah. So all you do is just you play your game still, knowing that your vision is point guard like, so right. you can still make those easy passes. It's like 
if you look at somebody like Westbrook or James Harden, they average 36, they average 27, and then you're like, how do they average 10? Because they're so aggressive attacking that every pass that make, they're open. But if you just try to sit there and just play make, and you're not shifting the defense, then all those passes are meaningless. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, that was my problem like at the beginning <laughs> of the year. Like I watched film on myself, and I'll like look back at the the beginning of the year, or, like even midway through the year, I'll just be like, what the hell was I doing? Mm -hmm. Like I could have broke this dude down, got someone a shot, could have got myself a shot, but I didn't. I didn't like really peep it until like the end of the season. Yeah, but you know that's 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 all of us. All yeah. all, all guards, we don't we don't understand what our our purpose is. Right. You know, we we get hit with playmake. So all right, you just want me to pass the ball all the time. So all right. You know, like, no, that's not playmaking. That's passing. Right, yeah. <laughs> that is passing. Playmaking is going making plays. Yeah. That's the whatever the best play is. So if you have an advantage over somebody, take that advantage every single time. Okay, my corner guy's there. Boom, he's helping. I'm going to pass it. Boom, he hits a three. Next time I'm going to go, I'm going to fake it. He's going to go. I'm going to make the layup. Right. You know, like, you use your gift to get where you need to because if you take away your gift trying to help someone else out, it doesn't work the same way. You can make, yeah. you can go there and make a hundred passes, non-aggressively, and have five assists. And you be like, yeah. yo, what, what yeah. is dude doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you just gotta, you just gotta do you. Yeah. But here's a question: What if your gift is both? What if you can score and distribute? So you think of a guy like Luca, right? Mm -hmm. Really, he's a mismatch because of his height at, at the point for everybody, you know. And then he also can set up his teammates. Yeah. So, so the, his mindset is. I'm just gonna pick my spots. No, that's the same thing with him. Because their vision is great, all you do is just play the game. Yeah, like you know? I don't think you can like, I don't know, you can't go into the game like just looking for stuff, like unless you know your personnel, but like, I just feel like, like he said, you just gotta play. Mm -hmm. Just play attack, just play your best ability. You know, that's what I was taught in Washington, because I, you know, you know, you start reading and like, yo, he only averages five assists. And I'm saying like, but I pass the ball way more than this. Right. <laughs> they just don't, they just put the ball on the ground. They don't shoot. You yeah. know what I mean? And then I kept like, like I was, it was killing me. And you know, the general manager came down um, and Grunfield was like, why are you trying to be a point guard? He said, he said, last game you took five shots and uh, you still only had seven assists. And I was like, yeah, I, I peeped that. He's like, yo, just go and do you, just do you. The assists will come. You know, sometimes when you're at the rim, the big man there, just drop it off a couple times. Yeah. You know, just that's all you got to do right there. Just drop it off. Lay yeah. it up to him. And I'm like, all right, okay. You know, then I had to, you know, yeah, I had to understand that. Yeah. As I say, let the game come to you. What I want to go back to, what I want to go back to is what you said is you welcome that competition and the challenge. You want to smoke. Yes. People don't understand that. You just say, oh, yeah, why don't you, why don't, don't you want to play everybody? It just, there's a difference. Some guys just don't have it. Or are wired in a different way? What is it? I just feel like there's like a certain it factor and it's like very clear. Like you can like look in someone's eyes and tell like if they like have that like in them or not. But that is facts. You can like that ass <laughs> like look at someone and be like, yeah, no, nah, he's not like that. Until you show me otherwise. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. just always been. And me. that's, you know, and that's that's a that's that's a great gift to have too, where you can just look at a guy and just be like, all right, he's soft. You know what I mean? He's yeah, he's, more, he's more he's more do. he's more inter, he's more internet hype than he is mm -hmm. a real basketball player. Has to be a lot of these guys yeah. too. And and it's confidence, mm -hmm. but you know you'll see a talent out there, and you know like when 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 people say, "Yo, why he didn't make it? He didn't have it. Mm -hmm. 
He had the skill. He didn't have, he didn't have it up here. He didn't right. have the heart. He, so whenever real competition came and challenged it, he backed down every single time. You know, he, he was ghost. So the important thing there too is that you're measuring yourself up against your competition. I mean, that really is what you want to know. Right. How do I stack up against these mm -hmm. guys? Yeah. I mean, I've just always, I don't know. Until like proven otherwise, like I, I play to be the best. I don't play for any other reason. So like, if you're the best player in this gym, like I want to play you. I don't like, I don't really care for anyone else I know. I know like what I'm capable of. I'm not gonna say it, but like I know what I'm capable of. I just wanna play you. So that's always been my thing to just play the best competition, the best people. I don't care if I lose, win, like I'm gonna run it back. And that's just been me. And even if you lose, let's say, you can evaluate, okay, these are some things I need to work on or things yeah. I wanna like really just but like so I'm, solidify. I'm like, I didn't lose, like I just missed shots. Mm -hmm. That's all, like I didn't really lose to you, like you didn't get the best of me. I just felt like I missed shots or whatever the case may be. You can't, you can't look at it as a loss. You gotta look at it as a lesson that helps me get better. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things where if you're playing someone better and he gets the best of you, mm. you, just be in the, you, just got, you just evaluated where you're at and what you need to work on. Right. You know, it's like, the only way you get better is to play against better players. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? If you keep playing against the people you're better than, you're not going to get better. Yeah. They're going to get better. You're not going to get better. So you, you want to always keep, you know, gravitating to the best. Yeah. You know, if you're number three, go find number one. You become number one, go find number one. Next and, class. And in the next class. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to keep, you know, just keep uh, striving for you know, better players, Right. you know, because at the end of the day, once you get thrown into college and the NBA, there's no age. Uh -oh. You know, you, you know, at 24, you're trying to be the best player in the league. You know, it ain't, I'm trying to be the best 24 year in the world. Nah, I'm trying to be the best player in the league. Yeah. I don't care about your age. I don't care about none of that. Yeah. You know, so that's, 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 that's the importance that, you know, you can't back down. You know, you gotta, you know, the NBA is about mentality. Basketball is mental. Yeah. You know, so, you know, even in high school, you know, if you, okay, he's a, he's supposed to be nice, you know, I'm going to look at him, I'm going to look at his swag, see, you know, yeah. how many times he's going to look over here, stare, I'm going to just stare at him, so when he catch eye contact, he can see, yeah, yeah, I got my eye on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to, you know, it's, it's that Mike Tyson, you come out, we just going yeah. eye to eye to see what you're about, just to see if I can see through your soul, and be like, yeah. oh, yeah, he, he, he ain't got it today, yeah. he, he's scared, guys, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Because that's half your battle. Yeah. You know, if you can get a guy scared before you step on the court, and I, I used to do this, like, I'll tell my people, like, yo, I'm about to throw it. Hey, I'm going to go there and do a regular dunk. Just be like, oh. I go up there and do the little one hand. Back then, it was just a quick little one hand. Yeah, yeah, what y'all do now? I was like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Go up there and dunk it. Yeah, I was windmill. No, no, no. I ain't get that to NBA. <laughs> you go up there and dunk it. Everybody, oh. You got the whole side looking. What do you do? Yeah. Yeah. You know, do one of those. You know, that's... That freaks people out. You believe, believe it or not, yeah, it's scary. Surprised, yeah. Intimidation. So I, I, have a, I have a question, if you might ask. So like, what you said, like basketball is mental. I think it's like ninety-five percent mental. Mm -hmm. If you ask me, what was your biggest like transition mentally, like going to the league? Being a being a kid amongst adults, because you know they're stronger, wiser, you know, more experienced. You know, so no matter 
who you are, no matter what pick you are, when it comes to experience, you are last. Right. You know, so because of that experience, you you're like the little puppy that's scared. You you you're scared to mess up. So it, you know, you start playing like how you played when they put you at the point for the first yeah. time. You know, you you you're so timid. You don't want to mess up. You don't want you know you don't want these guys to look at you for you know because there's that totem pole yeah. and you just you know I mean wait my time. But you know once you get past the thought of that and just say yo I'm a the basketball players I'm a basketball players. Let's just go at it. Right. You know, let's go let, let's go Sorry, at it. Like right. I remember when I was playing one on one against Larry Hughes, it was 27 to 3. 3 he beat I scored 3. But he wasn't beating me. He was beating me cuz I was scared. I didn't I didn't it was Larry Hughes. I didn't you know, yeah. you know you playing defense. <laughs> you know you playing defense, you know. He get in the defensive stance. Yeah. You, I'm just checking it and it's like, yo, that's that's not my game. Yeah. You know and you know so it, it the, the the adjustment is, you know, being a kid trying to be an adult. Yeah. Okay. You know, and that, that that's all it is. It's just trying to be a, trying to be a a professional. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. professional. You know, but it's to the end it's you're a kid in an, in an adult atmosphere trying to blend in yeah. while still trying to be who you are. You know, so you know when you get there, you know like when you get there, be you. You know, no matter, be you. You go in there, you know, I don't care what pick you is. You know, hey, psh, what's happening? What a rock at? Who want to play ones? Right. Oh, you weak. You know, you yeah. you, you got to, it's the same, you know, it's the same group of people. You just, <laughs> yeah. that's just the best pickup game in the world. That's all. Right. It's yeah. <laughs> what you said there is what's important is to know your style. You know, know what you can do. Not that what you can't do, but what, you know, play within yourself mm -hmm. in that sense. And that's something that you have to establish early. Earlier the better. Play within yourself? Your style. So for you, have you identified that or are you still experimenting a little bit? Um, I'm still experimenting because like if I were to go off my game right now, I wouldn't be like if I were to tell you about my game right now, I wouldn't want that to be my game if we had the same conversation like 10 years from now. Like I don't want to just be viewed as like a bigger guard that's just stupid athletic. Like I, I want to I wanna be polished. He can shoot the three. He can he can guard. He can he can run a team. Like there's like a whole bunch of stuff, not just like what you guys see. And we know that doesn't happen overnight, for sure. So what do you have to put into to accomplish that? Um, I feel like with your J, it's it's mental. Um, consistently getting shots up. Um, Developing a post game, I feel like I'm a bigger guard, so developing a post game for sure. And um, playing without the ball, I feel like I can do that already. But just like we were talking about it, like you go in the gym one day, like maybe one day I want to be JJ Reddick, mm -hmm. just catch and shoot, yeah. one dribble pull ups. Next day I'm gonna be Ja Morant, like I'm gonna I'm gonna be athletic. I'm gonna use my my God given like ability. So just working on a whole bunch of stuff to be honest. And that's 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 how you have to look at it, you know. Um... You know, games is different, but in, you know, practice and training, you know, those are the days where you work on weaknesses. Yeah. You got to remember, your bounce ain't going to change. You know, you're just going to, to be honest, you're going to jump higher going forward because you're going to get stronger. You're going to know how to jump. Yeah. You know, so you're going to jump higher. You know, you're going to get faster. Yeah. You know, you're going to get stronger. Um, 
So when you're in practices and you're in, you know, working and training, you have to understand that, you know, you know, I'm going to practice. I'm going to JJ Redick. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to play outside myself. Right. You know what I mean? Catch and shoot fadeaway. I'm going to practice catch and shoot fadeaways. I'm going to, I'm going to practice on, you know, just sprinting full court, just, just going up and down. I want to see how many times I can do this nonstop. I'm going to sprint down and I'm going to pick them up full court, to, to, to run the ball back at them. You know, you have to challenge yourself, you know, in, in I call it pointless activities, you know, yep. like a practice game, you know, just practice itself. Yeah, it's team building, you know, it's team building, yeah. you know, but are you getting better, better individually? No. You know, in the team practice, so you have to right. you have to mentally understand what a practice is. So you got to remember, this is what we learn going to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, you high school is just high school. You know, college, same thing. You know, so you know, getting better in the NBA and start dominating, it's because you start tweaking little things, start realizing. You know, you start talking shit like he can't guard me, so you might as well just help him out. You know, so when I get the ball. Double me, because he can't do it himself. Now, I just pissed you off. Yeah. So we're in practice. Now you're going to play physical and hard. Now you just got me ready for a Pat Beverly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yep. other than that, you were just going to play regular. Yeah. But now you're going to foul and do all the extra stuff, what I needed. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, And that's what you're going to have to do. Challenge everybody every single day. Yeah. But the important thing there is you just said that. You would talk. But that might not be your style. Your style might, you might be, you're a low-key dude. Are you a talker? Yeah, so like, I'm low-key, <laughs> He said he challenges like, them in ones. Yeah, but like, <laughs> How when I'm in, yeah, but like, when I'm in the gym, like, I just feel like I'm in, like, this is where I can be myself. I can get off whatever frustration, day-to-day life stuff. Like, I'm in, when I'm in the gym, I just feel like I'm me. I'm in my, like, I'm just in my crib. So it's like. I feel like I can talk to whoever. I'm not gonna, I don't know, like how I am off the floor. I don't think it really carries on to like who I am on the floor. I'm more talkative on the floor. But some guys are just so high energy. I was watching an interview with Iverson and think of the way he approached the game. He was talking about the first time he played Jordan and he was like, he was like glowing, Michael Jordan. It was just like Michael Jordan didn't have to say anything to me to intimidate me. Mm -hmm. So so, some guys don't need that. But Michael Jordan was a trash hawker. Yeah. But Allen Iverson wasn't a trash talker. You know what I mean? You know, I trash talk. But he was, he was more like get the, get the crowd hype. You know, he needed energy. No, he, just, he, he played with heart. But what I'm saying, when it came to trash talking, mm-hmm. Iverson didn't trash talk unless you trash talked him. Other than that, he was a quiet guy. He just played extremely hard. You know, same thing with, um, you know, Vince never said anything. Um, you know, KD's not, I mean, unless you just, like, there's certain guys that just play, yeah, you gotta, you, you gotta poke unless them. you poke the yeah, bear, yeah. and we used to say that, don't, yeah, you poke the bear, I'm going to bite. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't try, I trash talk pregame, tip off, but when it came to the actual playing, I never, I didn't really say much. But you needed that to get yourself hyped, pregame? Pregame? No, because I want the best. Like, so if I'm going to play against New York Knicks, and they last, I'm going to talk. Because, you know, because it's the New York Knicks and we, you know, mentally on the record is like, oh, they trash. So you go into the game, they trash, bro. Yeah, so like, now yeah. I got to, like, that's one of those games I have to, because I'm going to get up for the Lakers. I'm going to get up for everybody who's popping or any good guard that's coming at me. But when it's a guard who ain't worth the shit, and you be like, yeah, so I got to, I got to, I got to hype myself up because I can't worry. I can't, he ain't going to do it. 
Yeah. You know. So that's that's the thing there is to identify your style of play and then your style as far as it relates to your personality. Yeah. Not, not, you have to figure out, you know, like how many games you guys got. You know, you look through the schedule. You, you circle big games. Them big games is just like Red Bulls. It's those games where you be like, we playing them? Oh. Yeah, those, those are the those, those are the most games. important. Those yeah. are the most important game. They're harder because you already took them lightly and got to remember, just like you circle big games, they circled you. Yeah, that that was our problem <laughs> this year. Yeah, because we'll we'll play great against all the best teams, and we'll we'll play a team that has no business even competing with us, and people will be like, "What the hell are they doing? Like, like what's the problem?" But like, people will go into the game, man. I'm just chilling, like. I swear to God, like, team, like some of my teammates, even me, like, I'm guilty of this. Like, they'll be like, oh, yeah, so, like, what what such and such, like, whatever the person's name is, like, what Amari are we getting today? Like, when it comes to, like, a team that wasn't as good and that's not that's not cool, so. You know, man, and that's, that. you know, same thing, same thing in the NBA. It, it's, it's the same thing, and you have to, you have to realize it. You know, same, you know, high school, college, you're going to have to realize that, all right, this is one of them games where the opponent is not good. So I have to say something to myself. I have to say something to the, t- the team to at least get us to start before this sorry team. Because got to remember, the sorry team is going to be hyped to play you. Yeah. It's you being hyped to play them. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's one of those like, all right, listen, let's be up by 20 in the first quarter. You know what I mean? That's a let's be by twelve. We're gonna press them. Be, so you got to challenge yourself. So you're on point every single time, and we can't get used to turning it on and turning it off. Right. Even though that's what we naturally do, but you know, like, like in in pros, the superstars, the superstars out of eighty two games, they played their asses off seventy five of them. Like I mean, they came to play seventy five games. Yeah. You're all NBA players. 72, 71, 69. Then you have someone that you be like, yo, dude is nice, but why he ain't making it? He came to play out of 82 games, 41. Yeah. 41 to 50. Those are those tweeter guys like, you can make the all-star, but just something's not clicking yeah. because he's a he's a half and half player. And you gotta under, you gotta learn how to sustain. Your your greatness, seventy sometimes. Right. You know what I mean. Same thing with high school. You're playing thirty five game. You got to understand how to sustain it. So that comes from just just being here. Yeah. Never going too high. Never going too yeah. low. Understanding that if I'm over ten, I'm over ten. You know, I got ten rebounds, five steals. He ain't scored. Locked him up. And then second, you erase all that. Second half is a new game. Yeah. You know what I mean. So in the second half, you 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 started something new. You know what I mean? All what you did in the past, short-term memory loss. What we, what I did first half has no bearing on the second half. Yeah. You know, sometimes it, it's hard to do. Yeah. You know, because you know you open team like man, have a thing. You know, you 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 you're yeah. gonna do that, but you gotta somehow try to get it out your mind. You know, to start that that second half fresh. Right. But Amari, what you just said was you mentioned the team, and take us inside what it is like at Sierra Canyon because it's a high-profile program. But still, the really important thing that, you know, I, of course you're going to get everybody's best shot, but you have to identify everybody's roles. So, yeah. so how did you guys sort that out to where you know, you know everyone's going to be in the right place? 
think the good thing about this past year's team was that we all kind of knew each other and we all like knew what each other was good at. Like I knew BJ was a supreme scorer. I knew Z Will was like a point forward. I knew Taryn. He liked to score the ball. I know Harold. He doesn't really want to go inside. He'll go inside. You, you get what I'm saying? So like we knew each other's personnel already, and we had people that were returning. So it wasn't that hard. And people like I don't know. Players made it abundantly clear like what they were like here for. If if you get what I'm saying. So like B, like BJ came out here. He made it abundantly clear like he was here for business. And you can see like he took over. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying. So it's like everyone kind of had their set role after, like, the practices. You kind of get to know, like, who's who and what's what. So it wasn't that hard. But I got to think everybody was there for business. Yeah, everyone was there for business, but, like, there are people that are here for business, and then there are here, people that are here for business, but they kind of like what comes with all, like, <laughs> that, that kind of like what comes with the whole package. You know what I'm saying? So, You know, I, I remember, like, seeing some of the scores, and then um, I'll, see, I'll see Coach Dre, and I'm like, man, you got too many horses, bro. Let them go. Yeah. Let them go, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this, this ain't yeah. Cleveland 1998, man. Right. Let, let, them, let them go. Like, yeah. you know, you just let them just run everyone out the building. I mean, you, you have the athletes. You have the scoring ability. You have the talent to do it. Like, you know, try to put some things in where you just let them flying up and down and just run everybody out of the building. And he, he started doing it. Uh, he was like, yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I was doing me early, you know, now I'm letting them do them a little bit better. Yeah, and towards, like, the second half of the season, like, everyone started to realize, like, everyone understood his discipline, but then, like, as a unit, we all knew, too, like, all right, y'all, like, we just got to go play. And at, the, at the end of the day, you know, like, we can't just, like, keep, I don't know, harping on, like, what he's trying to tell us. Mm-hmm. Or like the discipline that he's trying to instill in us and just like go out there and play at the end of the day. You know, I, I, I always, you know, got this from coaches. Um, no matter what they're talking about, as long as you play hard, it kind of washes out. Everything. <laughs> it kind of washes out yeah. everything, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's like... Well, then the pressure's on the coach because like, played our ass off, we lost. So yeah, but, that's, but as long as you, you know, like, you know, I'd rather have a team that goes like just ball out. They're just playing uh, 100 miles an hour and don't make anything. I'd rather have that than, you know, than have a lazy crew. Right. You know what I mean? I, I don't Thanks. want a lazy crew. A lazy crew, you, you know you can't win, you know, yep. at, the end of the, at the end of the day with them. But if I got a, if I got a group that's going to go out there and they're going to be picking up full court, they're doing this, they're doing, hey, I, there ain't really much I can, you know, I'm, I'm going to yell just because that's what I do. But other than that, it's just, y- y'all, no, play. Yep. y'all go out there and play. And when it comes down to it, you guys have the, the tools to, to execute, yeah. which is a good news too. But for you, how do you approach your role? First of all, you have to identify that, but then, you know, I know you're, you're a deep dude, you're, you're well thought out, so for you, what goes into that? Well, I went and sat down with Coach Dre and we talked about my role. He was like, yeah, like you averaged like 10, 12 points like the, your first two years. He was like, we're going to need like 25s and 30s like to get over the hump. But this year's 10 years, I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and he told, he told me something. He was just like, go out there and play and like play how you did in eighth grade. And like that just like rung a really fat bell. I was just like in eighth grade, you know, you have all this. How do I explain it? I don't know. It's just like you get to high school and then it's just like, you feel like you're in like this box, but you're really not. Like, you're really not in the box. Like you're boxing yourself. So 
I just get to go out and play now and that having the ultimate green light, that's something and, that everyone wants. So I'm just, and, and, yeah. and I used to say it a long time ago. Uh, I think I said it was on my early in a podcast where I was saying, you know, it's like having a pit bull. You know, he ain't scary if you got the leash with him. You know, you take that leash off and let him walk by himself. Now that's a scary pit bull. Yeah. You know, so with coaches, if you don't let your pit bulls off the leash, no one is going to be scared of it. You know, so when you have that sit down and he says, hey, <clears throat> I need you to do it, right? this. I need you to 25, 30. So he doesn't match this, hey, 25, 30, whatever. That, that means whatever you, whatever you going to do, do it. Be your eighth grade self. Dominate. Right. You know what I mean? That right, that right there, without any, if he would have started the season right there after that conversation, you would have averaged 25, 30. Facts. Because it, mentally he just unlocked some doors that you thought was shut. Yeah. He walk, walk in there. And that's what I tell coaches. Like, when you see your talent, keep letting them know you have the green light. Green light. There ain't no yellow. There's no yellow. Green. Green. Yeah. Green, green. You know what I mean? Because you want them to, you want to, them to, their creativity to just to keep going. Just Because once you tell a kid that, hey, you know. Slow down. Just don't do, don't do as much as you thinking you trying to do. He becomes narrow-minded. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't want a narrow-minded basketball player. They second-guess themselves. You know, yeah, because, you know, basketball is gray area. It's not black and white. You know what I mean? I can't say, all right, you're going to go out there and you're going to average 12 points, six rebounds, four assists. Yeah, no. Cause, I mean, cause like that. what ends up happening is if that kid is talented, he's going to actually give you that, that, that exact number. Yeah. Because he's so talented that he can dial down his game just for those numbers to make you happy. When, when he really had 2012 and something in his body. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like you, you want to give your guys who have the green, green light, green light. Just let me see what you're capable of. You want to try a windmill 360 on the fast break? Let me see it. You know what I mean? You yeah. know, it's like I want to see what, you're, what, 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 what comes up here when you're on fast breaks, you're in traffic. Because once that kid unlocks everything, his game becomes unstoppable. You know, like James Harden, if someone would have put clamps on him, you wouldn't be getting all this creativity you have. You know, the Luca, you wouldn't be getting that. You know, the Trey Young throwing up. I'm, I'm guarantee you, nobody, the coach ain't said, hey, don't, don't be throwing it between people's legs. You know, that ain't, no. They, they, they just let them play. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so his brain kicks in a whole different level. Well, what's the worst thing as a coach you could do is hurt your player's confidence? Because mm -hmm. then that's a whole nother thing that you got to try to draw back and that we've seen it, guys lose a whole season off that, you know, or they leave or whatever. For you guys too, though, you know at Sierra Canyon, you're getting everyone's best shot yeah. every night, which, is that the toughest thing you gotta face? Um, I don't even think it's that, to be honest. I just think it's us as a unit, and we know like everything that, I don't know. It got to a point in the season, like, whenever like, we would have our team, like, discussions, like, before the game, we'd just be like, we already know, like, everyone's at our neck. We know, like, not everyone is our fan, but, like, you got to, we still have, the, the hardest thing was just going out and playing. That was the hardest part. Hmm. Mm. And I say that because, like, that's, like, it gets real draining after a minute. Like, <laughs> you walk, like, I remember, like, I'd walk. In the locker room, sometimes I just hit a camera. I'll be pissed. Like I'm just like, yo, like I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I'm not trying to go talk to you know like yeah, that. Yeah. Like 
like sometimes we'll just be like we're human like just go out and play and that was like the hardest thing because everyone felt like they had to put on this front because we were like the most talked about and watched high school team but I was we would like at the end of the day you still gotta you still gotta hoop you can't be a robot out there so you know but when when it comes to like you know having you know we, we call it the sideshow you know, the sideshow is because you guys are so big, everyone wants a piece of you. Yeah. You guys got to understand also and try to, I mean, this year too, that you're going to have to put some boundaries. You know, uh, you're going to have to put boundaries. You know, but in the NBA, we, we had the same thing. College, we had the same thing where pregame, you know, if something happened, you got cameras. Hey, so... uh <clears throat> Yeah, uh, this person just said, you know, they'd like for you to pass the ball a little bit more, right? That That's before the game. Now yeah. I'm looking like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So he ain't saying I pass. You know, now you sitting here, you know, like, oh, he want me to pass the ball to him. You know, so there was a point in my career where I said, I do not do interviews before games. Yeah. I don't talk on the phone before games because at the end of the day, there's nothing that this reporter is going to say that's going to help me play. There's nothing on this phone that's going to help me score 30-something. Yeah. There's, there's, there's nothing on there. that There's nothing yeah. no one's going to say, like, good luck, babe. Like, babe that, this ain't going to help me score 30. I'm yeah. trying to listen to my pocket. You can't stop me. I'm, you know what I mean? Right, there, yeah. There's nothing the reporter's going to tell me that's going to make, that's going to help my game. So yeah. if it can't help it, then it, the only thing it can do is hurt oh, it. Yeah. You know, so it's one of those things is, you know, if the cameras are in, you say, not until the game's over. You know what I mean? With the whole team, put the rule, not until the game's over with. You know, we, we came here to perform and do our duty. We want to keep our minds sharp. Right. We're not going to let, you know, questions come in, answers come in. That's going to just take away from, you know, what we're here to do. We'll talk to you after the game. Right. You know what I mean? So you're going right. to have to start putting stuff in there like that, you know, just going forward anyway. You know, understanding that, you know, when it's game time, it's game time. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's just one of those. Get into a routine. Routines is is more important than we think. Yeah, I, find, <laughs> I, I didn't find my routine until mid-season. <laughs> yeah, I didn't find mine until mid-season. Get some Alfredo. Yeah. Take a... Um, usually, so, like, we'll have, like... In the morning, we'll have team shoot around, come back. That's why I usually, like, if there's... A, there's normally, like, an olive garden everywhere we go to, so I'll just... I'll get Alfredo. That's a heavy pregame meal, though. What, Alfredo? Yeah. I, I feel like I get a little that energy. slows you down. And no, see, that, that's not your routine. Keep going. <laughs> uh, Alfredo, take a shower, Norma take, nap. And then I have a peanut butter and jelly, like, not even, like, 20, 30 minutes before. And then, like, it'll just, I don't know. But so funny is, that's going to be your routine Forever. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're lactose tolerant, because no, no, no. But I'm saying is that be, because because he's 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 had success with this, it's gonna be his routine until something else. Like, you know, I, mine was Boston Market. You know, I go to Boston. <laughs> like, I go to Boston Market. I go to Boston Boston Market, and then you know, take my nap, watch my mac and so cheese. I watch a movie. Or? So my thing was, I start the movie and yeah. fall asleep. To the movie yeah. for my pregame, and then in my, and then when oh, I wait, is Boston Market in every city? No, this is for um, home at, at home games, uh, road games. It was a, a che cheeseburger, salad, fries. Yeah, that's a terrible. And a Coke. That's a terrible <laughs> pregame meal. Too, <laughs> and a Coke, but I mean, I'm eating this at three thirty. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Hey, P 
people got their ass busted off that meal, okay? All right? Mm-hmm. And then at home, I had to drive the same lane. So it was a two-lane Georgetown Pike. I drove in the same lane. I don't care how much traffic it was. Every game. Every game. Uh-huh. So, you know, the, the only time I'll have a problem is if they shut this lane down, I get all the way to that person mm-hmm. and just refuse to... Like, I, like, it depended on what time. I, like, I would just wait for the tow truck right, to go yeah. tow this shit. I ain't in a hurry, bro. Yeah. Like, it'd be, it'd be stuff like that. Like, I'll, I'll be late to a, a, a... Like, if I get there at 3, 3.30, I'll get there at, like, 5.36 because I refuse to just do that. Yeah. Like, nah, I'm just late. I ain't gonna yeah, mess with my pregame. Because that, if I do that, that's, that looks like it's about to be 17 to 25. This right here is 30, 30 to 40. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. that's what my brain told right. me. <laughs> and that's what my brain told me. And, and then you can ask, you can stories. Like, if I had a bad game, bad half, I shower. I'll take a shower with the uniform and everything on. Wow. Wash all that. Dude, that was bad. I'll, I'll, be, I'll wash, wash that stink off. Yeah. I just washed it. I'll just wash it off. I'll take my shoes off, shoes and socks, and wash the jersey. And then how did it dry? I didn't care about it being dry. Just ring it, ring it out, and then put it back and go. Yes, yeah. that's you'll see. <laughs> you read about it. Go out there, forty. Yeah, I had this thing with trolley gummy bears too. Like once the season started, like trolleys and skittles. So like every time we get like a TV timeout, because like we would be on ESPN a lot, like a TV timeout or like. Just like any type of break, like I asked one of the assistant coaches, like slide me some trolleys, like some <laughs> yeah, skittles, yeah, yeah. And get me over the hump. Yeah. Yeah. Get that's, you over that, the hump. That's yeah. superstition. That that's all it is. Superstition. Mm-hmm. And we call it routine, but mm-hmm. it's it's superstition. Yeah. Gil, let's take a break to talk about one of our favorites, Manscaped. You know, it's playoffs time, and we got to thinking. We got the Clippers, we got the Nuggets, Clippers, and then those Nuggets. Uh, Who does that remind you of? Uh, lawnmower. That's right. Manscapes lawnmower. Take care of your nuggets with these clippers, aka the lawnmower. So, you're familiar with these lawnmower 3.0. What man isn't? Uh, they should be. Gotta keep and them smooth as eggs. If you're not familiar, <laughs> I don't know if that's what you if that's what you're after. Just just keep them clean. Keep them clean. Nip tuck uh-huh. that kind of thing. But or smooth as eggs. I, I like that. <laughs> so yeah, the the lawnmower mm-hmm. 3.0 is what we got. And, you know, Manscaped provides the best tools for the grooming experience. You know, with the Lawnmower 3.0, it's the best hygiene tool for the modern man. Because of their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, as you know, your snags will be reduced. They actually just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes slash tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. Their perfect package 3.0 comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0 waterproof cordless body trimmer, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag for you to use when you're done quarantining. The perfect package 3.0 also comes with the crop preserver and crop reviver. So it's the whole package for your package. The whole pa- uh, I should you write got this. it. Yes, you got it. Today. That's why we do okay, this. Like that's why we do that. You know, yeah, we can prepare. Package. And that's what you, you it's, the, it's the, everybody's got to know it's the workflow. So you, you get them smooth as eggs, you mm-hmm. do the crop, then you have to afterwards preserve them. Preserve them. I like it. Keeping us groomed. That's right. Like we're, we're modern men. Yeah. You Real know, men. Real men? Real men. Keep them clean. 
because it's not just for men, it's for the ladies too. Yes. Gotta get that in there. All right, Gil. <laughs> so we also have something very important. It's a deal for fans of the No Show podcast. Twenty percent off. Get twenty percent off plus free shipping with the code No Chill. No Chill at Manscape.com. So get twenty percent off and free shipping with the code No Chill. Where at Manscape.com. Manscape.com for twenty percent off and free shipping, and use the code No Chill. Take care of your grooming game and get it. To the next level next level smooth as eggs smooth as eggs gil let's also talk about our good friends the great people at hawthorne because hawthorne there's a secret and there's something about you right now i notice is different oh yes i'm super super fresh this hawthorne is super fresh. super fresh so what we did is we took the quiz and it made a custom line of soap shampoo body wash face cleanser cologne all mm -hmm. custom made lotion lotion mm -hmm. so you're also super smooth smooth no ash here no ash here and they custom made this just for you. And I, you know, ebony and ivory is gonna be different things, right? <laughs> so what is it for you? What are you using? I stay with the lotion, you know, ashy and classy. You know, so I stay lubed up. I made, I made it a part of my everyday routine. My shower, my, my shampoo to body wash, face cleanser, the lotion afterwards. Get you right, yes. get you out the door. That's the only way to use it. And the thing is, we took this quiz, so it's just for us. So we know it's right. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's no wrong answers on that. No quiz. wrong answers once you. Always A plus. Dial in all the things you need to do. It's very simple. It's a two minute quiz. Tells you exactly what you need. It's totally risk free with free shipping and free returns. So check this out, Gil. For fans of the No Chill podcast, check out Hawthorne at hawthorne.co. That's Hawthorne with an E. Use the promo code No Chill for ten percent off your first purchase. That's H A W T H O R N E dot C O, and use the code No Chill for ten percent. <laughs> Super freshness <laughs> for freshness. <laughs> Hawthorne.co, go get you some. Yes, and you get ten percent, right? Ten percent off. Okay. You said it. But when it comes to skill, Mari, you also have something that. I think both of us are a fan of is you have that lefty. And that's just so yeah. different. When you think of guys like James or you got Manu Ginobili, even Lamar Odom, there's just something different about lefties. Yeah, I mean, you know, lefties is unique because, you know, we're in a right-handed world. So, you know, how we think and taught, you know, push everybody to the left. You know, you push right to the left, you know. So now when it comes to lefties, you know, it's push them to the right where – we, we wasn't taught to defensive slide, push, going that way. Because right, yeah. we spent our whole life forcing them left. Forcing them left. So yeah. our left push off to play defense yeah. was better. You know, so when you, get a, when you get a lefty coming in and you're saying push him right, he always has that, that step, you know, that step on you. You know what I mean? His step, his step back. You know, it's just, there's yeah. this, this little combo. Bop, bop. Like, yeah. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So the left needs to become hard because it's, it's, it's foreign to you. You know, and they just have this weird game. They shoot side, they shoot off the side. Yeah. You know. <laughs> like right here. Yeah, they, they, like their, right. Feet, their feet is You'll pointing a whole other it's way. It's like very rare to come across like a lefty that shoots like this. Yep. Very rare. Like yeah. that shoots straight up. It's, mm. it's, it's, it's rare. Yeah. You know, they, they can, so it's like they can, they can torque their body going this way to shoot back this way. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when you see James Harden and his step back, the reason it's so dangerous, because when he step back, he never has to, 
Like he doesn't re- have to like shift his shift body to the rim, back. like just get it up. But how do you see that as a cheat code? How do I see being a lefty as a cheat code? I don't know because I can hit someone with the same jab step, the same stutter step, like jab and I don't know until like I get the same result. Yeah, I get the same, <laughs> same result every single time. <laughs> get the same result. We're not you. You're not used to it. It's yeah. like it's like was it baseball? It's yeah, like baseball left, having, left a, picture. having a left-handed yep. pitcher. You know, it's just like it's, it's different. Yeah, all mm-hmm. my teammates have said like it's just like very. It's harder guarding the lefty because you know, like you're not gonna guard a lefty every single day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know what it is because I'm like playing my game, so mm-hmm. I can't really. I don't really know how to answer that. We just like are just different than the righties. Yeah, there's a, there's a move. Z, I, I I used to watch Zebo practice it and do it in games. He's on this side of the block posting up, and when he turns on the face, he turns and he can put his right elbow like on you. So it'll be on that shoulder uh-huh. and then push you and then the fade away yeah. and you can't block it. And I'm, I'm, I used to try it on my right side. I'm like, why can't do, why can't do that? Yeah. Like I should be able to just, you know, push him off. And because he doesn't have to, he don't have to put his body back. He don't have to face up again. So when he's jabbing, jabbing, he's putting like this, he can just shoot, shoot from right there. And, and he's facing this way. And I'm like, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a lefties code. only thing. Yeah. yeah. That's a lefties only thing because you know, I don't see a lot of I don't see a lot of righties like what righties like really like shoot shots like that. No, they don't. As I said, it's just it's it's a, it's a cheat code. It's a cheat code. Um, right now, where do you rank yourself in your class? I feel like I'm the best player in the class. Okay, okay, okay. I think so. Would you want him to say anything else? Nah, but still, no. like I just—it's good to hear that way. Yeah, that confirmation. I feel like I've seen everyone in the class. Um, just line them up. You know that, and I—I I asked it because it's hard to evaluate. You know, when someone has a star role, and you have to—you have to like reduce your role to, you know, to complement the rest of your team. So it's hard to say, all right, this guy is here instead of you because, yeah. and then you're like, well, I average 30. He only averages 12. Well, you take away the three players on his team and have him by himself, I'm pretty sure he averaged 30, 42. Right. You know, you yeah. know, you know. so that's sometimes that's hard to, Yeah, it's you know, very hard for people to like, <laughs> if you're not like a basketball brain or if you don't know like anything about the game, like you're not gonna appreciate it. You're just gonna appreciate the 30 points, the crowd and the followers. You're not gonna see like, oh well, he had 12 points, he ran the team, his plus minus was crazy, mm-hmm. and they got a dub. And they're the, one of the top teams in the country. Like not a lot of people are gonna really look at that. Yeah, and, so. and that's and that's why, you know, and you know, when you're in, you're moving to the next level and you wonder why, like, yo, where did he come from? You know, he was already there. He just he just had other players that were just, you know, he had to, you know, turn his engine off for. Yeah. You know, it, it had nothing to do with his talent. His talent has always spoken. It just he had to turn his engine, you know, and that the numbers you was judging him off of wasn't his real numbers. And, you know, and it's hard for people in the basketball world to really understand that. You really have to be in tune with basketball to get to go into the draft room and say, all right, I have a guy who had a team by himself, averaged 28. This guy averages 12, but he had four of the players on him. I'm going to go with him. Yeah. You know, his ceiling is higher. It's hard, you know, it's hard to, to, to catch that. 
you know, because you're just going off of, you know, face value of everything we see. Yeah. And that's the important thing when really it matters when you get to the league. Yeah. So people, that's what people I think don't realize what you're saying is like, you could play in a system in, in high school, system in college, college, but when you're in the NBA, it's like you're it's, it's, individual. It's, you, it's, your, it's your individual skill. Yeah, you but, know. <laughs> but, like, but like, you know, like, I wouldn't want it any other way. Like, I, like the path that I'm on, like, I'm very appreciative for like the blueprint that's like been put in front of me because not a lot of people like n know how to adapt, like mm -hmm. you said. Like, if you if you put another top player in my shoes, then like not not a lot of people are gonna like want to do that. Like what I had to do like my, the past two years, like not a lot of people are gonna want to have to like backseat deal with like certain types of politics. Mm -hmm. Like like you know, no matter how how good you are, like there's still gonna be politics at the end of the day. <laughs> so like there was a whole bunch of stuff that like factor into like how stuff went the way that it went. I don't think a lot of people can like endure that because I feel like I can go play and score forty, but like. That's not what's that gonna do for me. Yeah, you know? you know, and that's 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 the that is a big key, you know, that you're you're enduring it early and you're yeah. understanding understanding it early because you gotta remember, you don't wanna hit this, you know, at 21 and you know, you <laughs> that's what I'm saying, you don't wanna hit it at 21 when you're you think you became you you're coming in as a star and you're about to sign this, you know, this deal next year and someone gets traded and you're like, What's going on here? Yeah. And now, now you you your whole game went down because now he has the ball. Like, nah, let me. You understand the politics. You understand the sacrifice. You understand all of that. Still, by being dominant, that's gonna help you moving forward. Facts, because like when I get in a situation where they're like, they sit down, they're like, Yo, Amari, like we need you to do this, this, and this. All right, cool. Like that was like it's like an iPad. I got like what app do you need? Like what app do you want to play? You know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you need me to score thirty, I'll score thirty. You want you want six six rebounds, six rebounds, mm -hmm. like. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's that. I mean that that is that is that is a great gift. That is like people don't. That's what I said. You can't. When when you're when you're you know recruiting someone to college, you're you know drafting someone in the NBA. The key factor is, can they adapt fast enough? Do they want to be great? Yeah. You know, I, I don't care how much he, I don't care if he came off the bench, you know, if, if his raw talent is there, I know he can adapt to any situation and he's going to work to be good. Yeah. With that, I will, I will, I will risk my job on any player, mm -hmm. you know, and that's just, you know, that's, that's, that's how it's supposed to be. Like, you know, yeah. you can go get the guy who has no upside, you know, averaging 20. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, but if I don't put him in the same situation that he's in, in, in college, that ain't we worth that ain't worth to me anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? I need some guy I can give him I can give him any offense and he's gonna be productive. Yeah. And a great place to to figure that out early and you have great experience with it. And I don't think a lot of people know about it is Team USA and yeah. the selection process for that. I was I was some I have some stories for that too. <laughs> yeah. Speaking about, you know, speaking of politics. Yeah, USA was it was no joke. I I realized like USA, you don't get picked off of like who's the best because I saw the 12 to 14 players that were in the room. I'm like, damn, like, you know, like when you go to an event and you'll be like, yo, like, yeah, like this dude, like this cat about to show out. Like, I'm already knowing what to expect from like certain players. And you look, you'll be like, damn, like, I did not think I was gonna be playing with y'all. Like, that that's how the team USA like trial was. There's this drill where if you get an assist, if, if someone passes you the ball for an assist, 
And like, you have to like give them their credit. Or if you don't give them the credit, like it's minus one and the first team to like negative five loses. But like they're checking to see if you're paying attention to like those little details. Yeah, USA is no joke. I My thing was with USA, <laughs> I thought I was just going to go and pick everyone up 94 feet because I, I would watch the mini. So going into the USA, I watched all the minicap trials. I realized no one, like everyone just plays shadow defense on each other. Like no one really wants to like go at each other, poke the bear. So when I got there in June, I picked everyone up 94 feet. I kept in the back of my mind my freshman year, I didn't get invited to the the, uh, the September, October trial camp. Like that was in the back of my head. I was like, I'm, y'all going to put me on this team. Like that was, that was my That's whole Chicago. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that is Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't. I I never made that team. Yeah, but you got to understand that it's it's, an, it's a different level, and it's, it's it's we know about the Olympic teams and it's pros making this team, and even that that process is kind of crazy because um, it's basically like selecting between all stars. Same thing, you know. It's it's other kids. It's kids. It's the, I mean, it's you know, no matter what it is, it's the elite or mm-hmm. supposedly the elite yeah. of you know you, you guys' class and. When, when I did play uh, in the Olympics, you know, I didn't, to be honest, I'm a, I, I was selfish mm-hmm. because I didn't care about anything but trying to get better. Yeah. So what ended up happening is, you know, you have LeBron, D-Wade, Melo, Chris Paul, Joe Johnson. Um, they're all on one team. Yeah. And you got, it's me, Kirk Heinrich. Um, who do we have? We had Kirk Heinrich. Oh, they had Chris Bosh. Oh, we yeah, had Brad. Say Bosch we had Brad Miller. They had Dwight. We had uh, Antoine Jameson. You know, so we were the second, second unit. So we used to play these games. And it was funny because I knew, I knew it was pissing, and this is why I still hate Coach K. Mm-hmm. I knew it was pissing Coach K Absolutely. off is because my team knew who they was going to get a ball to. Yeah. And I think he was mad that I was beating his starting five. Yeah. So if we was going to 21 and they're putting, like, the zone, we got to practice for the zone, like, oh, they're going to put the zone. <laughs> and all yeah. you have is Kirk Heinrich and them looking for me the whole time. I, they, didn't, they didn't even look. The, so, you know, I got 17 out of 21. Yeah. But I was looking at it as, like, these are the best five that basketball can put against me. I wasn't even playing on passing ball ever because yeah. I'm trying to get ready for my season, but this is going to be the best five that I can ever go against in this life. Right. I want to see if I can dominate them. And that's all I went in. That's all I, every day I went to practice, that's all I cared about. Yeah. I want to see if the best, uh, this is, this is the, the Avenger five. five. Yeah. You know, you have Chris Paul and his D, you got Dwayne Wade is after his D, you got, you know, you got LeBron James, you got... I would never play against a, a superstar lineup against this. Yeah. So I'm not gonna, this ain't just gonna be no hey, this that. Nah. It was dun 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 dun. I'm trying to you know, yeah. I was looking good, but it was one of those things when when they were like, uh, yeah, you're on the bubble. Because there's more politics, you know, Nike versus Adidas, you know, it was more politics. But when I left there, my confidence shot. Because it was like, yeah, yo. I, I just fried all of them. Like, like it's like they, And that's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like, 
like you like you said, like with confidence, like you can be the weakest dude, but like if you have the confidence and you, like like we had the conversation earlier, like if I can look into your eyes and I know that you're soft, like I'm gonna much rather like want to take on the guy that's soft than the guy that like oh yeah like he gonna he gonna give me a long night like that's just how people are <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So. um so when you get to that level what was the like the toughest adjustment for you you know it, really because that's the highest level of competition you can you you know you can reach at this point um not getting down on myself too much because at USA like everyone tries to play the perfect game like if you go to any like USA camp like everyone wants to like give the perfect pass so like everyone wants to look so professional it's just like if you go there and like you just play like yourself and you do what the coaches are asking of you like I just felt like I was gonna give them a reason not to like I, I have to be on the floor mm-hmm. I remember we got to Brazil and we we're playing Puerto Rico national team for a scrimmage it's like the first night we get there and I was like the 13th guy off the bench and they kept, they were like, man, y'all are playing soft and shit. Ah, nah, nah. I'm just looking like I ain't I ain't come off. So I'm like, all right, bet. Second half hits, I scored 17 straight, and I was like one of the captains for the rest of the, like one of the defensive anchors for the rest of the tournament. Like just off of like you got to know what other people aren't willing to do. Mm-hmm. So if I know I walk into a room and everyone has a scoring ability, like okay, who gonna lock up? Who's gonna do like it's like the little stuff that you aren't willing to do, like that's gonna get you over the hump. Yeah, that's 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 the key, like you know, just to do things that you know that get you in the door, right? You know what I mean? It gets yeah. you on the door, get you on the floor, and once you get on the floor, then you get the dictate, right? You got to do what you got to do, do. yeah. So, Mar, we've talked about you know your style and your approach, but it comes down to this for you, it's your big picture. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a matter of where do you want the game to take you and what do you want to do with the game. So for you, what would you say is you know first and foremost, where do you want the game to take you? Uh, to league for sure. Um, I want to play in the league. I want to be one of the greats. That I always play to be one of the greats. I don't really. I respect who's above me, but like I don't really. I don't really care at the end of the day. Like I'm I'm still trying to prove myself too. Like just how you had to prove myself, I had to prove myself the same way. Um, trying to be one of the greats and then uh, use like use the game and don't let the game use you. So like build those relationships, build those connections with people and just like build your brand like you're not just a hooper at the end of the day. That's a LeBron. That's a, Le- that's a, that's a LeBron that's, era. I was going to say, Gil, that's a new wave. <laughs> yeah, that's a LeBron. That's what LeBron's been teaching everybody. Because even the idea of I want to get to the league, you have to. Like the, that's just straight up what it is. But when you, you know, get there, what are you going to do? You know, You know, as a hooper... You know, all of us, all of us, friends, cousins, anybody who touched a basketball, everyone's dream. If you're in sports, your dream is to be the professional. Yeah. You know, I, I want to get there. And, you know, but there's only few that are willing to sacrifice, willing to put the work in to actually get there. I mean, you're going to, there's going to be some guys that get there off of just pure talent. And there's some guys that's going to have to, you know, work extra. But, you know, to be the best, you have the pure talent and you're working extra. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where, you know, um, you separate yourself. Like, you know, I always tell stories like, if you think James Harden, like when people say, yeah, defense is weaker. No, defense ain't weaker. Offense is just better than it was. Like, you got guys that 
we, like, I heard how Michael Jordan trained. I heard what time he got to the gym. I got there earlier. I see what Kobe was doing. He was taking 400 shots. Okay, I'm going to do 500 shots. Do 600 shots. So you, what you're having is you have the kids that's hearing the stories, doing that, and adding their own. Yep. You know, so, you know, when people say, yo, James Harden, this and this, well, well, when James Harden scored 60, 55, this and this, when everybody left, he sat in the gym, shot another 300, 400 shots after, the, after his game was over with. Yeah. You know, he, and that's, that's something that's, he added that Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, didn't do. You know, I'm, I wanna, I'm gonna shoot after I, I, I perform. Y'all can go have fun and eat dinner and all that. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna stay in the gym and get more shots up. Yeah. So what ends up happening is the offense, his offense ability becomes crazy. crazier. You know, so when you hear the stories, all they're doing, so it's the offense that's just, it's just flipping over faster. Because now everyone gets to, you get to piggyback what the, the last great did. Yeah. You know, and then add your little, so there's no, there's no reason he shouldn't average 36 to 40. He's putting in enough goddamn work to do it. You know what I mean? And that's just, that's just. And if you think about the story of how it goes for, for really most guys, guys like James, guys like Westbrook, guys like Jimmy Butler's another great example. They have all these tools, but you don't really see who they are for three, four seasons into their career. You know, you would, at first, James was coming off the bench in Oklahoma. He looked good, but he wasn't who he was in Houston down the road. Because it's, it's, it's what he was asking earlier. It's, you know, what's the biggest adjustment? It's, you know, you're trying to, you're trying to take your talent and you're trying to adjust to adults while you're a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you got, you got to remember, you got a, a star, maybe an older star, a younger star, and you're trying to figure out how you fit into this equation. But, you know, just like anything, uh, a superstar, it takes them about two years to make the All-Star game. You know, they'll make it in their second year. You know, um, your average, you know, your average Hall of Famer will make it in his third, fourth year. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's that, it's that, it's that buildup. Like, so somebody like Brandon Ingram, he's right on pace to, 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 you know, believe it or not, he's like, as much as everyone, oh, Brandon, he's right on pace to be a, to be what he, a, a, a Hall of Famer. He's 22 years old, made his first All-Star game. There's, you know what I mean? It's, playing with all the confidence in the world. Yeah, that's what I said. That's it's all, like people, yeah. you know, people don't understand, you know, they don't really you know, grasp it. Like, it's, it's going to take, you know, some guys are going to get gifted and put into roles where they get to shine right away. You know what I mean? But it's some, not automatic. What? That it's just going to click. No, 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 no. I mean, no, sure. it, it's, it's, it's years. You, you have to learn how to take the contact, learn how to, you know, it's, you got to remember, the talent doesn't change. It's, it's being wise. That's all. And it's the levels that you're at. And I know, Mark, for you, you're in the thick of it with high school. And what's next for you is, is college, you know, in that, in that level. Allegedly. True. Allegedly. You know what I mean? It's, uh, I mean allegedly. You know what I mean? You know, you know I, I always say this. I can take the top kids right now and dump them in the NBA, put them in the NBA for a year. By the time their second season start, they'll be NBA players. Because they will have adapted to the the, to in, the environment, the you know. They 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 didn't figure. Oh, I can get away with this. I can't get away with this. He jump. He over jumps. He overplay. You you already have. You will already have adapted 
to the style, to the game, to, you know, it, it's, that's what I said. It, it usually takes you a few years. It has nothing to do with the talent. You got to remember what I'm saying. It has nothing to do with the talent. You can't, you can take an 18-year-old Luca, put him in the NBA, and he, and he kills it. It has nothing to do with the talent. It's how fast you can adapt to everyone else. Yeah. Also how you're prepared for it. So Luca was early, you know, 13, 14-year-old. But that's, that's, that's that overseas. That's yeah, it's different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's, different is, game. that's actually the advantage that they have. But what you said earlier was you want to develop things like, you know, your post game to these things that you want to really have in the toolbox. You want to have that complete toolbox yeah. as a pro or at least well, I mean, have everything. I mean, you can, but shit, 90, 99% of the, the pros ain't got a toolbox. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, sure. <laughs> like you don't want to be that 99%. No, no, I'm just saying, you, you just, you want to polish your game. You want to be defined. But once you get there, that's when you start, you have to be, you have to be a machine. Yeah. You have to be a machine. You got to pick up quick. Like, you know, it's, you, we want to get lost in the lifestyle because we're NBA players. Like, oh, I got the NBA now. I got the money. About to go to the club. About to go to the mall. About the shit. Nah, you, it's, it's, it's adapting faster. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, playing against James Harden, seeing what he did, adapting. Okay, let me write down. That's all I used to write down. Let me see. Okay, I need to check that move. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, this guy did this. Let me write that down. And you get to start working on it, training it. Yeah. So you, you add it to your game now right. in real time. You know, so like, so now you just seen the move happen. You didn't have it. Nah, I got now it. you didn't worked on it for two weeks. Now you have it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, that's how you, that's how you get better. All right, Mari, you got you got one in early, but it was unofficially an mm -hmm. Ask Agent Zero, so now it's officially Ask Agent Zero time. Man. What do you have on deck? I'm going to start off with an easy one. Who was, like, the hardest player that, like, every year you're like, yeah, I got I to gotta be ready for this guy? Like, Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson. Because, you know, I always, I always say, like, Allen was that, that, he was like that white boy player in high school <laughs> that played balls hard, like yeah. sweating on you playing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but he okay, was okay, the, okay. the talent, you know, he was the, it was the talent, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he was, so, you know, he's playing 150 miles an hour mm -hmm. the whole time. Like, so you're going to go from him getting a steal here to him saving the ball, jumping four rows into the, to the what's the name? Yeah. Somehow he got out of that got and made a layup. Yeah. Like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? That was his hustles. Like, you know, if, a, if, you know, a ball got knocked loose and you like jogging, I was about to go out of bounds, he sprinted to a die. Like, he was one of those guys. So yeah. when you played against Allen, it was one of those things that he is, he is the Red Bull. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, trying to stop him from scoring was a whole a whole issue on itself. Yeah. Because, you know, green light, green light, green light. You know, he had no conscience. He's trying to score 50-60. Yeah. But it's, imagine his energy was what people didn't understand. Right. We got to match his energy to even compete with the 60. Right. You know what I mean? So it's one of those guys, you got to pick him up, you know, 64 feet. You got you to do all that. It's yeah. like, it's, because... You know, like on offense, you got to try to get him tired when you don't have the ball because you don't want him to rest because yeah. he's doing the same thing. Like it, it was just, yeah. You know, it was, it was, it was. Like you'd rather guard, to be honest, you'd rather guard Kobe. Really? Than Allen. Why? Because with Kobe, he's gonna go to his spots. You know, it's gonna. I'm walking down. Come on. Woo -hoo -hoo. Yeah. You, you already know you're. You're. You know it's coming. You're gonna get someone who's trying to score sixty. 
But there's a there's there's different types of sixty. Yeah. This guy is he's a sixty headache. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's one of those sixty headaches where it's like it's just a nonstop coming. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I know you know Kobe got the ball every single time, but it didn't actually feel like it. Yeah. Because it's like it went through offense. Yeah. You know, it went through offense. He cut, passed it, back door. This okay. He came to the. He looked around, he didn't like it, passed it, reposted it. Okay, whoo, got some breaks. Yeah. Allen, as <laughs> soon as he got the ball, it's he went to go try to score. If he didn't, he passed it, got it back, then tried to score. Yeah. He didn't like that, he got it, then tried to score. Yeah. It was like, God, like you. Yeah. So you're sitting here like, yeah. sub, sub me real quick. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and don't have on number three. Yeah. If you had on number three, oh. He took it personal. Amari, we need a, we need a quick. I'm gonna jump in. We need a quick answer on this one. There's a, a famous crossover where he got your teammate Antonio Daniels, not once but twice. Remember the play? Uh, also, yeah, I remember the play. You, yeah, yeah. Because you also, yeah. I, I see that play a lot. Yeah. You were in the corner, and you knew not to jump in there. Uh, because we don't supposed to leave the corner. Uh, <laughs> We're not supposed yeah, to leave. Yeah. <laughs> You're not supposed to leave the corner. You just, ah, yeah, you know, you got to yeah. shoot in the corner. See, that's a, the, the NBA. Like, I guess. Yeah, you can't leave corner. High school and college right. is like let the, the let the corner shooter shoot. Get stunned and get back, right? Yeah, uh, some was, players. Yeah, some players you just don't even stay flinch. Home. Yeah, just stay home. Yeah. So, because the big man's supposed to pick him up. So Antonio, Antonio was on an island. I'm gonna tell you how crazy that play was. So the play was he bopped him, boom, bopped him again. Mm-hmm. Everyone jumped up cheering. We inbounded the ball, drove down, dunked on Chris Weber, uh, Weber in Dallenberg. You did? Yep. I never saw that. I know. Stay hyped. Yeah. <laughs> Stay hyped. Yep. It happened right after. Yeah. Like, as soon as they, that, that happened, we inbounded, ran down, and boom. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. But the crowd was already mm. still off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You already know what it is. <laughs> did it ever feel like a never ending cycle? Like, damn, like, what am I going to do? When you're losing. Okay. Because you got to remember, when you're losing, you're going home by yourself. And you have to dwell on that loss all day. Now, that's what I said. That's what I'm saying. It's not like it's not like college where, you know, you're going back to the dorm and then y'all going to be sitting yeah. in the dorm like, oh, nah, nah, you know, when, when y'all go home, you back to wherever you at. You know what I mean? And you sitting there like, man, I done been an 0 for 12. Coach didn't do this, man. Yeah. And then, you know, catch yourself 2, 3 in the morning, can't sleep, you back in the gym. Yeah. Like going in, and you just go in the steam room in the jacuzzi. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's one of them, you don't time, you don't, you don't live by time anymore. Right. The only time that matters to you is practice time, game time. The rest of the time is basically relevant. Like I'll wake up at, you know, 2, 3 in the morning and be like, man, I'm going to just, I'm going to drive 45 minutes to go to the steam room. Go to the steam room, sit in the hot tub. Go back home. I just know I got to be back here by 10 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, you know, so it's, di- it's different. Yeah. You know, right now your time is, you know, it's, it's managed. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's managed so you, yeah. you don't see. That's why I said, you know, what we're in right now, the quarantine is basically, it's basically how you're, your 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 that's how NBA life is be. Either you're gonna spend the time just practicing all day because you ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah. You know, or you know, you sit there and play video games, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what was like the city that you like least wanted to go to? 
They're like, damn, like, I don't, I don't want to play here tonight. Like, I don't want to go there. Chicago. Really? <laughs> you know how cold it is, bro? Yeah, I know. You know, I how, know how it get. Man, I know how it get. Yep. dead Minnesota. Like, man, like, <laughs> I remember we left Chicago and we had to beat a storm to Minnesota. Or we had to beat a storm going to Minnesota. So we couldn't land in Minnesota. So we had to land like two hours out of Minnesota and then drive. We're playing them and they decide they're not going to cut the hot water on. Mm. So imagine playing and after the game you can't actually take a shower. Because you know that water was ice cold water. Like stuff like that, you yeah. know, it's like, you know, you're, you're like, they, 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 they with us. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, you got, you know, you got that. Um, We're calling the three M's basically. Minnesota. Memphis and uh Michigan. <laughs> Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Huh? Milwaukee. What did I say? Memphis, you said Michigan? Huh? Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. Yeah. So not Milwaukee. I thought yeah. you were gonna say Milwaukee, because uh, you know what? <laughs> Chicago at least has, you know, has a vibe. It's cold. It's, it has a, yeah, Milwaukee's cold, Minnesota's cold, Chicago is cold. Least, they got they got a music scene. Not in the wind, not during basketball season. Doesn't matter. Of the those three cities, I'll pick Chicago. But the sad part is, the coldest arena during the season? Phoenix. What? Crank the AC. Yes, they crank the AC on. Oh, okay. You be in there like. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's wrong with y'all in here? Yeah. Yeah. You be in there like, damn, it is cold in these arenas. Like, it's like the best arenas to play in is the teams that don't have hockey arenas. That don't have the hockey team. Yeah. Because they don't have the ice under there. So yeah. if they don't have a hockey, that, that's gonna be your best bounce. That's gonna be your best bounce, the cities that don't have hockey teams. Which Phoenix, I don't think Phoenix has a hockey team. They do. But I don't know if they play in Phoenix. I don't I don't know, but I know that. I mean, I don't know if they play in that arena. But all of all the teams that don't have, you know. We'll double check that one. Yeah. That don't have uh that that ice under the floor, you like, Sacramento. Sacramento. No, they do because they that that their their visiting locker room smells like hockey. You being like, God damn. That, that hockey stink. Yeah, that hockey stink. Uh, so you know, like how AI would say, like, when you were talking about with AI, like, you was like, damn, like that's my like. Did did you have a player like that when you who? It was Kobe and Shaq. Oh damn. Like, um, cause so I when I was with Golden State, um. They have this, I think they still have it, but it's this um, preseason schedule that's only with this with the Lakers. So they every other year they go to Hawaii. So, so we're training, you know, training. <laughs> and then we play the Lakers. And then boom, all you see is Shaq come out, Kobe come out. Then you had like Lisa Leslie and all of them. I'm like, yeah, I'm like I'm yeah. I'm in like we're in a layup line and I'm just like <laughs> starts trouble. Like, yo, that's that is really that's really the champs right there. Like, yeah, he kind of he big, bro. Y'all y'all gonna have trouble tonight. Yeah, I feel sorry for whoever got a guard them. Like I just like detach myself away from the team. Yeah. Like it's like I'm straight in fan mode. It ain't us. Yeah. This ain't a us thing. This is y'all. Yeah, y'all gonna have some trouble tonight. They look serious. And I'm pretty sure that uh, all those uh, celebrities came for them, not y'all. Mm -mm -mm. 
And I remember, <laughs> I remember towards the end of the game, I got in, and I'm like, I'm shake. Oh, it's, I'm, it's the shakes is in. The yeah, shakes is in. Yeah, Coach, I got the like, I got the rebound, and they pass it to me, and I'm like, what you passing me for? Run the play, Rook. All right, run down. Uh, what? The pick and roll. Got it. Got it. Pick and roll. Pick and roll. And I came off the pick and roll, and Robert Horry jumped out. It just just fell on the floor and just threw the ball. Rip. <laughs> he scared me. <laughs> he scared me. It was it, they call it a hard show. I, I, it, was, it was it was just a regular hard yeah. show. Yeah. But because it was Robert Horry, seeing him hit big shots, you know, and all that, I, I got scared. He didn't do nothing. Just just put his arm like that, yeah. and I got scared, freaked out. Ball flew. They went in and dunked the ball, and I'm like, yeah. This NBA is different. <laughs> but it's just the shell shock of it all. So, like, like take a time machine back and travel to, like, your rookie year. Like, what would, like, since you've already been in, through the league and you know what it's like, like, what would you tell your rookie self if you could have one conversation with your rookie self before you can't talk to him ever again? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Stay patient. You know, um, stay patient, trust the process. Um, the, I, I can't, I, I can't tell my rookie self to take the beginning of the season serious and don't be afraid um, because the failure from, you know, how I was being immature, um, that led to me being benched. That be that that me being benched turned to depression. That depression turned into anger. That anger fueled me to get better. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if I warn myself, you know, of like, listen, hey, take the shit serious now. No, I don't know if I get the same result of that player. Yeah. You know, because the anger. The anger is what made me tap into, you know, my ability to get angry, to sit at the gym from six in the morning to six at night, to pretend that I was homeless, that I'm sleeping inside the gym. You know, there was some times where I couldn't afford gas to go back and forth, you know, from, you know, Alameda to the gym. So I just slept in the gym. Mm -hmm. So I got to sit there and shoot all night and, you know, just reminisce and just, just, put plays back in my head that I seen Jason Kidd do and this and try to mimic it, you know? So, you know, if I tell myself that, yo, be mature, you know, so you don't get benched, I don't know if that anger is ever tapped into, you know? So, you know, just be patient, you know, just, you know, be patient. Um, You know, what I would have told my superstar self is shoot after games like James Harden. Now I'm mad that I didn't think of that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, damn, you know, all I did is just go home and play Halo and set up to three in the morning when I could have been shooting shots. Like James Harden shooting shots. And then I could have won an MVP. Now that's what I'd be thinking. Like, I came in second and runner-up. But if I was shooting shots like James Harden is doing now, after games, I would have beat him for his MVP. You know? Also, while you're back there, tell yourself, don't worry about the fish tank in the, in the SUV. 
No reality so kicked in on that one that I couldn't have kept him alive. That was that was good news. <laughs> all right, Mario, let's wrap it up because I know you got you got early workouts tomorrow and your workouts go all day for people that don't know, which is why we're here at night, which yeah. is why you're the player you're you are. So um, you know, we can get out on this. And I, here's here's the secret. Those cameras and reporters and producers and people that are in the way, you can tell them not right now. Yeah. And that'll get you, that's a good answer to take. Forever, because yeah, right, 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 right. guess what? Yeah. They'll say, "Okay, no problem." They'll re- they'll understand. If they don't, they probably won't be around you. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's the good news. You know, it's a show always, but you know, enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. the ride. Hey, enjoy the ride. You know, that's the best. I, I can say that enjoy enjoy the ride. You know, um, this this high school is going to be just a blimp. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. It's it's going to be a blimp, but what you want from it, you want a foundation of a work ethic, you know what I mean? That, that's, that's all you want, a work, a foundation of a work ethic. And that will just, that will, that will take you as far as you, as you, you wanna go, yeah. having a work ethic, you know? Um, and that's, that's, you know, that's all, you know, when people ask me about high school, it's like, I just worked. Yeah. I didn't care about anything else. So like I didn't, there was nothing else I wanted. I just wanted to be better than everyone else. So I just trained like a mad dog. Yeah, and I was having this conversation like, in the car, like on the way here, I was just thinking about like how I do, like how my day to day is. Like you can still get your work in. People like often like <laughs> you can still get your work in and be. I get the work in. I still go do the sixteen year old kid stuff that every other sixteen year old in the world wants to do. You just gotta. It, it, that's what I said. It's just sacrificing time here to use it here. Yeah. You know that that's all it is. You know if let's say you want to go hang out with your friends. Okay, maybe I gotta wake up at five o'clock and go from five to seven, five to nine, and get my four hours in yeah. then, and then I got the rest of my day to actually yeah. be a 16 year old. You know, and that, that's where I caught most of my training came before school even started. Yeah. You know, I just walked across the street, walked into the gym, five, six o'clock in the morning, got all my shots up, took a shower, went to school. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, you know, what's so funny is I've seen a bunch of your, your players, you know, uh, working out at 360. At seven, you know, six, seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and I'm like, man, why well, I ain't think of that in high school? Like, yeah. like it, it wasn't. I was like, I should have did that. Yeah. Too. Like, but we didn't have trainers back then, so yeah. you know, I was just getting on a little shooting machine, doing my own little in and out crossover. Yeah, <laughs> get them up. Right. But you had you had the dedication and the Bad. sacrifices that you're making. You're already on it. So, Mari, appreciate, appreciate you. you coming on. Good day. You, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Good watching. Man. I'm gonna be that dude in there. Hey. Shoot it! <laughs> now don't pass it to him. Don't pass. Oh, nah. <laughs> Shoot that! Shoot it! Yeah. He's in your Get corner. That yeah. So that facts didn't didn't sound any better. Nah. All right. Well, we'll catch you next time <laughs> for the Gilbert Arenas, Amari Bailey. I'm Mike Botticello. Remember, no chill every Monday, 8 p.m. on Fubo. Take care.